I feel like sometimes we think that like our culture or our customs, like they're all, they're so specific and like, really we're all so similar to one another where it's like a lot of them that are traditional are based around like gathering together over food or like with a meal and in some kind of celebratory way. And it's with family. And like when you strip down like all the other specifics, like it's, it's kind of beautiful. Like we're all really the same as different as we are. <laughs> Welcome to the Monarch Experience Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Ancona, and here at the Monarch Experience Podcast, we're all about student voice. We're all about giving students the platform to be able to voice their opinions about what matters most to them. And today, we're talking about family. We're talking about la familia. We're talking about family traditions, family culture. We're talking about Indian culture and Asian culture in general. Um, we have three incredible guests. Uh, that you're going to get to meet very soon that are going to be talking about their specific family customs, their specific cultures, their family quirks, kind of things that they and their family do that maybe are pretty unique to their family or even more interestingly enough, things that you, our listeners, are probably going to be like, oh my God, my family does that too. We're all crazy and we are all a little bit crazy. We're talking about food customs. We're talking about some stereotypes and mispronunciations or misunderstandings about our culture. And you can always find us on social media, whether you want to follow us on Twitter at TheMonarchXP, whether you want to add us on TikTok at MonarchXP, no the, or if you want to add us on Snapchat, our most active social media account, go ahead and follow us at the Monarch Experience Podcast and make sure, say something other than hi. Maybe a hi, how are you? Hi, what are you doing right now? No, that's invasive and very creepy. Uh, but I'll always respond. It's always great getting to chat with people, whether they're simply saying they liked an episode, whether they're saying they hated an episode, keep it to yourself, or, or if they have ideas for future episodes, or simply just a way to keep in touch with students. This podcast is all about you. It's student voice. It's for you, made by you, listened by you. Uh, all right, we got three incredible people that I got to introduce you to. We've got Teaba. Teaba, how did I do on your name? You did very good. Thank you. I'm so proud of myself. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, everybody. Good night. <laughs> uh, Teaba, say something to our audience. Um, Don't say hi. Say something okay. else. Good afternoon. Mm. So now you've alienated every listener that's listening in the morning. Great job. <laughs> it's afternoon here. I mean, it is here afternoon. I mean, it is afternoon here. You've also alienated every listener listening at night. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we got Srilasia. Srilasia, say something to our audience. Maybe, maybe uh, account for our morning listeners. <laughs> um, good day, everyone. Mm. Good day to you as well. And last and never least, even though she did show up, had to run off the bus, had to like drop kick a teacher in order to get here, banged on the doors and was like, let me back in. I will not be denied. Anika, great to see you. Hello. We're glad you're here. Actually, goodbye. Because like the other two people, 
the other two people already took the highs and hellos, so I feel like I should compensate by saying goodbye. Yeah, I like it. For those of for those listeners that don't want to listen anymore, they heard the first two people who were on it, and they're like, nah, I'm good. You're saying goodbye for them. Yeah. I, I like it. And uh, Anika's leaving now. Great. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you guys came to me with this with this idea about talking about family and traditions, and I was like, "Great, we're gonna bash our family." And you were like, "No, no, no, no. We want to like celebrate our family." I was like, "Oh, that's no fun. It's a monarch experience tradition to like poo-poo parents and like say how terrible they are." I'm still up to bash my parents. We're we gonna do that. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was getting ready to like change. Good. So we're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be bashing parents, uh, and we'll also be talking about all of the things that kind of make up our unique families and culture, cultures and traditions. So you guys came to me with the idea of talking about like Asian culture in general, and I love this. Uh, I, I felt so, and it, maybe it just was, I mean, the answer was going to be yes either way, but like maybe it was the right time. Uh, Sir Lassie, I know you were just talking about the Bollywood episode, yeah. and like that was so enlightening for me on a personal level. Like, I'll do an episode or on anything. It doesn't matter. I did one on like K-pop, um, and I totally am not a K-pop fan. Hard to believe. But uh, the Bollywood episode was just so enlightening for me. I just like learned so much about Bollywood style movies and like how culture and family plays a factor. So I'm like still riding that momentum a little bit. And when you said like, let's do one on Asia, I was like, yeah, like specifically, what are we talking about? And I think we kind of landed on like, well, we're going to be talking about Indian culture. Um, Anika, uh, you said your culture, your heritage is Hindu. Awesome. And Srilasya, same, same thing. And then uh, Teva. I'm like half Indian, half Pakistani. Awesome. So I think this is important for our listeners to kind of get an idea of when we're talking about family cultures and traditions, this way we're not casting too wide of a net, but we're, we're talking about these three specific uh, cultures in general. And then, of course, I, I'm going to add my insight because you know, I'm Italian and we're loud and we always insert ourselves into conversations. Being a first-generation it, uh, wait, what am I? <laughs> first generation Ancona. The first Ancona born, for those of us that are trying to keep up, first Ancona born in the U.S. So, you know what I got for that? Nothing. <laughs> Just a lot of pressure. And we'll talk about pressure, obviously, too, because uh, part of the family dynamic is, is having siblings. So, uh, let, let's talk about just some family quirks that, that you guys, that your families have, that maybe you don't think are indicative of your culture, but kind of just, or maybe they are, but they're just kind of like just weird little things that our, our families do that are bizarre. Sarasia, go ahead. Um, well, something that I think only my family does, or specifically my dad, is go up to random people who we have not that much connection to and ask them about their whole life history. <laughs> Like, especially at this time, we're applying to our high schools right now. Sure. So he's asking everyone who graduated from every high, like the high schools that I applied to, he's asking their family, he's asking their like, background, what do they feel, like everything. We have no connection with them, but he's asking everything. He doesn't believe in strangers. He, his like motto it. is information is wealth. Information is what? Wealth. Oh, <laughs> I like it. That's deep. And you don't like that. I like that, but I feel like... Sometimes he can go 
overboard. Too much information. Mm-hmm. He wants to know everything. All right. Any other uh, family quirks that are strange or only you? So when I come home with, like, a grade, my mom and dad are literally so different in reaction. I, I go to my dad first because he's, like, the nice guy, you know? I want to choose good news versus bad news, sure. you know? My dad's like, did you do good? I say, yeah. I, I don't know what his definition of good is. Ooh, it's vague. I like it. I, I just say, yeah, I, I did good. And he's like, okay, good. <laughs> he, has, he has trust in you. Yeah, he's Mom, like... Mom, I'm getting a sense does not. Yeah, he, he uses caveman reactions, all right? <laughs> what is a caveman reaction? <laughs> um, he, he uses one-letter one words if possible. Uh, one-word answers if possible. I like Two it. words, okay. maybe, if he's feeling it. A grunt. A grunt is usually a good sign or a bad sign? <laughs> um, you know... You know, it's hard to tell. You know, I haven't <laughs> fully mastered the language yet. Yeah, it's a complicated language. It's not as primitive as people think. Yeah. And then I go to my mom. My mom, I, I go, and, she, and she's in her office room. The t- chair turns around. Her face is, is like, the room darkens. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me, like, e- like, evil James Bond villain vibes right now. Is she holding a cat? Yeah, no, she's petting an invisible cat. <laughs> what did you get on the math test? Mom, I, I got a 93. She's got Genesis already open. What did, you got, what did you get wrong? I'm talking to your teacher immediately. What? <laughs> she, she, goes, she, she launches all her, her methods of attacks to get okay. me a better grade. Wow. Even if I get a 99, why did you lose that point? Yeah, what'd you do wrong? Yeah, well, something wrong. <laughs> what is wrong with you? A hundred. Do you get any acknowledgement? Yeah, yeah. I get Indian. Uh, you get Indian you get eye home. contact yeah. and you get to eat tonight. Yeah, I get to eat. You know, <laughs> I I still have a home. Um, I'm not kicked out of the house. Uh, not in the streets. Yeah, I'm not in the streets. <laughs> thank thank and, goodness. And even when it comes to I excel and achieve. You know how I excel? Like you go up to 85. Yeah. She see, she looks at my I excel. Why did you get so many 85s? You're being disowned, disgrace to the family. <laughs> And you're like, no, that's that's the best you can do. Yeah. And, and mom's like, yeah, that's the best you can do. Yeah, you should get 100. You Why should. don't you try more? I mean, my lexile level is 3,000. <laughs> Students will often tell me that like it doesn't go up to 3,000. I say, for you, it doesn't. Achieve, for me, though. It says achieve 3,000 for a reason. Yeah, you should be getting hundreds on that, okay? I want to see those 3,000s now. How else do you think you're going to go to the best high schools? And and I, I, go up, I go up to achieve. You know how people count the second scores right yeah. in grade book mm-hmm. she's like why didn't you do good but the first time oh i'm like i i get two tries yeah. i get two tries i can get a hundred on the second right exactly i want you to get a hundred on the first try i want you to get a hundred before you even take the thing yeah you should you should be a winner before you even start you shouldn't have to actually take the activity yeah, yeah. i don't want you to achieve i want you to do yeah, do you know, things. why aren't you in college yet? I, ser- I was actually wondering that myself. You know, like, I, I can't get into Harvard. My mom should know me by now. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, Teaba, what, what are some things that are, that are unique? I mean, these, these don't sound, that doesn't sound crazy unique in the sense that high standards or high, like expectations are, are very high in your house. And there's like a... A little bit of good cop, bad cop kind of mentality sometimes. Yeah, but, like, since I have a sibling, the, the water is our calmer. Mom, not that you're a bad person. Not saying that. 
No, no, no. My mom is a nice person, but of course. But like when it comes to grades, she she just goes hardcore, gotcha. you know. Like my when my brother's around and he gets a bad grade, the waters are calmer because mm. like it's evened out. Interesting. You've already disappointed them so much. They yeah. have nothing left to fight for. Yeah. Wow. You're the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. I know that feeling very well. I'm sure we'll go there soon. Taya, but what about you? What are some family quirks or, or just things that when you think of like family, I guess, first things kind of come to mind? When we have, when, like my family sponsors events, instead of like getting the food ordered and packed, pre-packed, we get like food either from a bunch of different places and have to pack it ourselves or they'll make the food and then we have to help like make it and pack it. Okay. And it's generally at home. And I'm just like, I mean, we could, I mean, my grandma will say, come on, it's like nice. You're making it. You're showing people yeah, that yeah. you like care. I'm like, this is super long and we're missing the whole event packing. Hey, and as an Italian who loves food, like food is the, the gateway to like, that's how you like experience things with people and that's how like you you share you connect with them so like I get grandma where she's coming from but you don't want to miss the actual event yeah so you're doing it like the day oh, what kind of events are you sponsoring um, this is so fascinating it kind of like depends what the month like the Islamic what's, month is what's an example of one maybe so recently actually coming up we have um, an event for like what we call an imam, which is like a religious leader after the prophets. Okay. And they come from like the prophet's line. And so my family's sponsoring that. Now, luckily, um, we have decided we're just going to order food. Okay. When you say sponsor, what is what does that mean? It generally means that you're like getting the food and maybe like, um, you like asking people to read stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Is it essentially kind of like hosting? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Gotcha. A lot of people were coming to this? Yes. Well, give me a give me a number. What's a lot? Um, fifty. As much of the family as we can get in the house. Really? Okay. Or like wherever we're going, and um, there's like people outside of the family, which is kind of annoying because we have to we have to invite people outside of the family because that's that's what our family does. Sure. So we have like as much of the family as we can invite, like pretty much anyone that lives in the state. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be expecting my invite then. <laughs> Me too. I want an invite. Like, <laughs> wait, you don't invite your friends? Yeah. Um, if you had to choose really between the three of us, who would you invite? That's a hard question. Choose me. Choose me. Wow. <laughs> I'd say um, it's hard because... She's avoiding the question. There's nothing I'm avoiding the question. I just I don't know because it That's really avoiding. depends. Depends on what? Kind of suspicious. Like, the yeah. thing is, is like... I mean, we go I way back. We've known each other for a good half an hour. <laughs> My Taya, family this is, terrible. is like, they kind of want to like keep it to people who are close. Gotcha. So I'd have to kind of like make it someone that I feel like I talk about a lot. Okay, talk about a lot. Yeah, like okay. my, like if I mention someone to my mom and I don't mention uh, them a lot, she's like, "Who is that?" Yeah, but like you're you're kind of like, you're bringing their name, you're bringing their name into the house enough that they kind of almost are like comfortable with this yeah. stranger. Right? Even though like they're close to you, they're a stranger. Yeah. Start talking about me at home. <laughs> right? You'll be like, I did this podcast with Mr. Ancona. He asked a lot of annoying questions. He thought it was funnier than he was. He put, mom me, will on be like, he put me on the spot. <laughs> Ma mom will be like, bring him. <laughs> Sounds great. We generally do people who like, I don't know, I guess like we know. Okay. And so. So I'm out. Not necessarily. You no. know um, me. <laughs> my, I think. 
the thing is, is like we generally invite a lot of Muslim people. And sure. so we also have to try to fit them in the house. You could have led with that. You know that, right? <laughs> like you got of. my hopes up. Like <laughs> you're just As long as I talk about them. Oh, that sounds like me. As long as we like them. Okay, that could be me. You could have led with they have to be Muslim. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been offended. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the reason for that is like otherwise you're bored. Yeah, because well, you don't so, really understand what we're doing. So what? So what are you doing? Uh, talk to us about it's these. It's like the celebration of the birthday of our last um, imam, okay. who I believe is still living. Gotcha. So um, my like my grandmother used to sponsor that a lot. So now like we're sponsoring that because. My, um, my dad and his older brother split the events that my grandparents used to do. This is so cool. So we're doing what we call Bandra Shaban, which means the 15th of Shaban. Okay. Um, which is the month we're currently in. But um, it's next week on Friday. Okay. So, you know, we'll, like, invite family. We'll have, like, 15 different foods. Um, we stay up the night before. Ooh, okay. So I probably won't be in school on Friday. Right, 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 right. Um, and it's actually kind of fun because, like, we get to, like, dress up and celebrate with each other. And how structured is it? Not I have really. so many questions. And I, <laughs> like, how, like, you said, like, you're staying up the whole night and then, like, you're getting together with everybody. Like, how structured is it? Is it a lot of just, like, are there things that you have to do, like, have to oh, do yeah, religiously? Yeah, yeah. In the night, there's a lot of stuff that like, you have to do to, like, keep your, your – I don't think it's necessarily mandatory, but yeah. you're, like, definitely, like, supposed to. So we'll stay up the whole night. There's, like, supplications and recitations we can do. Yeah. And then there's, like, parts of the Quran that we'll read. Yeah. Um, so we generally, the overnight thing we'll do with family. But, like, we're supposed to fast the day of. So okay. we'll invite people over that night to, like, eat the dinner together. Gotcha. So yeah. I love it. This is amazing. I love how so much of it is, like, centered around food. <laughs> because I, I feel like that's it. We think sometimes that, like... You know, like, I, I feel like sometimes we think that, like, our culture or our customs, like, they're all, oh, they're so specific. And, like, really, we're all so similar to one another where it's, like, a lot of them that are traditional are based around, like, gathering together over food or, like, with a meal. Um, and it's some kind of celebratory way. And it's with family. And, like, when you strip down, like, all the other specifics, like, it's, it's kind of beautiful. Like, we're all really the same, as different as we are. I think that's so cool. Um, Anika, you said something about that there's the waters are calmer because you're the oldest. So we got to talk about probably sibling hierarchy since we're, we're talking about families and traditions. Uh, I am the oldest as well. Uh, Svalasia, mm -hmm. oldest? I'm the oldest. Oldest. Okay. How many other siblings do you guys have? One. You have one? Two. You have two? Three. You have three. Okay. <laughs> so I have two. Um, so I'm the oldest of three. Uh what what's this like for you? I mean, we're all the oldest, so I feel like we're all gonna lament, have the same laments. Um, I have three younger brothers. Okay, that's <laughs> so the expectations generally get a little bit higher just because I'm like the girl yeah. and I'm the oldest. Yeah, kind of what, annoying. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure. What's uh, Sirlasia, higher expectations for you being the oldest? I guess. Well, I set the standards. Yeah, so you set it. I'm Low a good. High? I'm a good daughter. I set okay. good, bit high standards, and my siblings have to live up to it. So they hate you. Yes, <laughs> they hate my grades. See, see, I have a good relationship with my brothers because I set such low standards <laughs> growing up that, like, 
they are like golden to my parents. There's <laughs> never any embarrassing story. There's seriously, there's never any embarrassing story about my brothers. There's never any like, and remember that time you did this or this or this or this or this or this or this. Or this. It's always like, that's all directed at me as the oldest. You're very lucky. Your family's <laughs> very lucky. You've, you've done everything right. Not so much, Anika. <laughs> well, take everything you know from the like siblings and yeah. like how oldest youngest trash it burn it <laughs> obliterate it okay so so get rid of the whole oldest is the higher expectations we is this the stereotype that we're all agreeing on oldest is highest expectations well blame for everything i guess should always know better okay yeah. we're getting a lot of head nods I am <laughs> never blamed for anything. What? Yeah. I know. I have the highest expectations, but I am never blamed for anything. Really? My, I could be like... Do you have brothers or sisters? Like, I have brothers. I, so I think gender roles are going to... Stereotypical gender roles are going to play a little bit of a factor with that, too. Yeah, and and I, like... I could be, like, roughing it up with my brother. I could be throwing pillows at him. And, and he will tell my mom, and he's like... My sister's, like... Well, I got a concussion. I got hit in the head yeah, with a pillow. Yeah, I got, I got hit in. <laughs> she snuck a brick inside of it. Yeah, she, she hit a brick inside of the pillow. I'm bleeding out on the floor right now. And my mom will be like, or my dad will be like, why are you hitting your sister? <laughs> your, your mom will say, why can't you have that kind of accuracy when you're taking tests? Then you'd be doing better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, all right, so it gets flipped, you're saying. The middle child, I, I feel like, you know, the, the stereotype of the middle child is like the forgotten one. They're what? not the, the prince or the princess. They're, <laughs> they're not like the first, uh, the learning experience sometimes. They're like, they, they were the baby for a little bit. And then they got quickly discarded because the youngest is the baby. And the youngest is typically looked at as like, at least in my family, it's like the, oh, <laughs> the baby, even if they're adults. So Total in my family, here. it's ha ha, the baby. <laughs> what does that mean? Ha <laughs> ha, the baby. That's me with so, like my cousins. Okay, okay are you the youngest the of the cousins? No, I'm like I'm a, one of the oldest actually. Oh, and you're ha ha the baby. Oh, you say no. that to them. Yeah, the cousins will say that to the little kids, but okay. the adults will be like, "Oh, it's a baby." Yeah. Okay. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, it's a baby. Like, whatever. Like, look at them playing. Okay. So it's basically like laugh and point at the baby like not laugh and point but like we can we make fun of my brother constantly okay like, we te like he's the he's the one that has to take the teases he has to take the punches gotcha. and roll with them because well, he's the the youngest yeah not like the angel child from above which is you um no half and half like sometimes on tuesdays i'm loved more you know <laughs> on fridays if they're feeling it you know what's friday so today's a friday so yeah you know how's it gonna be I don't know. It, it's like if I come home, it could be just like depression. If you come home, are you not allowed home? <laughs> <laughs> I could be. I could be thrown. Who's out. picking you up today? Um, mom. Is it mom? <laughs> oh no. Srilasia, <laughs> <laughs> for you, uh, you're the oldest, and yeah. things are s similar to the stereotype, or like I guess I'm kind of different than them. Yeah. They both have brothers. Okay. Yeah. I have a sister and a brother. Okay. So I kind of understand where they're going with the brother situation. Mm -hmm. But I think my sister is the middle child. Yeah. And my brother is the prince. I was going to say, so does your sister kind of get almost like middle child syndrome? Get like <laughs> discarded almost. 
Okay, uh, not discarded. Like my parents focus on her more. Okay. Since her like I'm I'm doing fine with studies and all that. Look at you. <laughs> Can we clap it <laughs> up for for her? Like that's good good for good you. Job, I like the humble brag. But then now my sister has to live up to that. So my parents focus on her education. She's like, she can go like, she's good on some days. Yeah. She's like kind of bad at some days. Like, okay. But. Tuesdays uh, and Fridays, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, Tuesdays those, and Fridays. Those are rough days. <laughs> but unlike uh, Anika, my, bro- my brother is like, yeah. even if he gets like a low grade, you might scold him for like five minutes. Then the next, we'll be literally sitting next to him. Like teaching him the ABCs, teaching him math. One plus one is two. Let's start from there and go all the way and through. And you're like congratulating him each time. You're like, you are going to solve the world's problems. Great job. Sitting there with a lollipop, like, yep, I am a genius. Do you think that's like, is that a cultural thing for you guys at all? I don't think it's a cultural thing. Because for I know like for Italians like it's the stereotype of like the Italian prince like <laughs> oh he's like he's the chosen one uh, I mean I'm not in my family. <laughs> uh, but but I have all brothers right so like they could kind of just like my parents could just kind of pick and choose but it uh, it feels like stereotypically and I know like we'll have people who are, who are gonna listen and be like you know what are you talking about that's not true that's a stereotype we're not trying to talk about bad stereotypes we're just trying to say like general stereotype neither good nor bad like the male in italian house is like looked at as like the prince the golden child i know my dad was and he uh, is the oldest of four one sister you guys don't feel like that's the case in your in your families at all we i guess the thing is is like for me specifically like age yeah because i'm like oldest there's a higher expectations so i'm like the good child yeah right my brother i have three brothers right so we don't really have a middle child so we all kind of have some sort of attention every mm. once in a while and like my youngest brother he has no expectations he's four yeah so you know he might be a golden child one and day, anything he does but- yeah four-year-olds it's like you see how smart he is he pulled his <laughs> pants up today <laughs> i have a four-year-old i know like, this guy's a genius i don't know i guess like when he gets older, if he gets good grades, then he'll be the golden child. Mm. But because I'm like the oldest for, at this point, I'm kind of like the good kid. Yeah. And, you know, I try to be like more independent and do stuff myself. Um, I do get in trouble. Okay. Because uh, um, it's not most of the time my brother's fault, but I I get very easily annoyed, especially when I'm like very deep in homework and yeah. suddenly it's like throwing pillows outside Yeah, the you door. got three distractions that are in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like... My, my, the brother that's like right under me, he's in fifth grade. So he still doesn't have that much work. Wow. Okay. So they're all kind of running around and being four, you have a lot of energy. Of course. So they're kind of running through the room. Yeah. No matter where you are. And you're like, I'm trying to focus here. (laughs) Can I just make it clear that anything that we say against our family, it's not permanent and I do not want to go home expecting scoldings after yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to this podcast. Nothing, yeah. nothing here is personal. No, yeah. we're just telling this people is a how it is. Nothing yeah. here. It's okay, guys. Many? It's a Friday. I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think that anyone listening to this, whether it's your family or anybody else, like you're not going to talk about this and have it published if it's not out of love, right? Like you could talk smack about your family with the people you're closest with but like nobody else better no. do it and i think that's uh, that's understood my mom like texted me recently i was out over at a friend's house mm-hmm. i think it was a typo but she said why should i come to pick you up <laughs> and like 
No. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like, I should start listing reasons why. Did you list reasons? Uh, you should have. I'm a good daughter. <laughs> what, day, what day was it? Um, Wait. It was a Friday. I was uh, good. It okay. was a typo. It was so, a typo. No, yeah. yeah. Well, she just wanted to know, like, like why should I come <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she meant when can I pick you up, but I, I'm not sure. You know, it's my mom. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know for, like, for me, grades were, I mean, like, I wasn't a good student in middle school and high school. Like, my focus wasn't on academics at all. And... I think for being the oldest, it was like a double whammy. So like they had high expectations, but then also I wasn't living up to them at all. So they had to like come down even harder uh, because like Italian families, or at least for me and mine, like it school of hard knocks. Like if you weren't doing what you had to do, or what you were supposed to do, like I got everything taken away. Like the punishments were like, like scorched earth style. Uh, and that's just kind of like how as the oldest and also from like a pretty strict Italian family, like they kind of looked at things. Do you guys find that to be a similar experience for you? Obviously, you're all excellent students, but like do you and you're not failures like me. Uh, <laughs> but like, do you find that grades are like the most important thing? Because I was always told grades are like the most important thing. Like, there was no like and also it was a different time, but like there was no like we want you to be happy. Like, it was like, who cares if you're happy? Get good grades. That's not what's important. Okay, so piggybacking off of that, so if I get a bad grade on something, then my parents will, won't let me do anything. Yeah. Like, I'm about to go home today and pull up a 50-slide PowerPoint presentation on why I should go to someone's house today. <laughs> you have it already. <laughs> you know, already. Yeah, if I get a bad grade on something, it's like, come on, like, they guilt trip me. Yeah. Yeah, it, the punishments are emotionally hard <laughs> for <Yeah>. me. <laughs> The punishments, like, it's not, like, grounding. I don't think any of yeah. us got grounded. Yeah. But, like, there's severe punishments worse than that. Like, Disgrace. the silent treatment. Oh. The silent treatment <laughs> lasts, like, like, the maximum up to a week. They wow. won't talk to you. With my grades, I feel like my parents will totally get mad at me if I come home with, like, an 80 or something. Yeah. But I feel like they'll punish me by maybe, like, saying, hey, you have to, like, like come with me with all of your questions. You, I'm gonna study with you next time. Like pull, my dad is pull a, back the um, like the freedom. the freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my dad is like a really big math person. Okay. So any any math grade that's like lower than like a 95, he'll be like, "What did you do wrong, man?" <laughs> well, but you've got so like I think there's two ways of looking at that. Like you've got this great resource. I know it's dad, right? But like. You've got this great resource at home. So, like, I totally get that as, I mean, look, I'm a teacher. My, my, my kids are going to have that same, like, I'm sure they'll be in the same situation as you are with, like, that, oh, man, like, dad the teacher. And, like, for English especially and, like, writing and literacy, it's going to be just like that too where there's dad wants to help, right? Like, yeah. It's not that I don't want his help. I just feel like because I have three younger brothers, mm. I've started to develop like this more independent yeah. mindset to yeah. it. Where I'm like, they're probably busy. And my dad works like yeah. all day to bring food to the table. Yeah. He's He leaves like after I do, but he definitely comes home like six o'clock. Sure. So sometimes I feel like I don't know what kind of a mood he's in. So I don't want to like bother him. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time, 
I'm not like the best math student. I definitely understand it. I just feel like word problems. Oh, I will okay. never understand, yeah, right? Yeah. So like, it's not that I need help sometimes. It's just that like, I just get stuck. Okay. My thing is like, sometimes the way that we learn it and the way that my parents have learned it oh, is yeah. different. Oh yeah. So like, he'll do something and I'm like, but we did it like this. He's like, I don't even know what that is. You do yeah. it like this. I'm like, now I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, whew, I feel the same. I feel the same way too. The way I learn math is like entirely different than the way you guys are learning math. For so for like grades, I, I've heard this before. So like, do you guys feel like you, you talked about like I, I almost want to say emotional trauma? That's not the word. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's the, a ton of that. It's, <laughs> stop! No, we're not saying that. So like, um, I, you guys were saying how there's uh, like disgrace and like the joke of like you're going to be homeless you're going to be disowned and like that it's obviously we know that this is hyperbole but like i've heard those exact words over the last (laughs) four years of doing the podcast with and this might be coincidence i I don't have like a spreadsheet where i'm tracking data (laughs) on this with indian students over the last four years anytime we've talked about grades and expectations so just spitballing this, do you feel like that's something that's kind of um, like a, a really important thing in the in the Asian community? Yeah. I guess Definitely. now like parents got more lenient, I guess. Okay. Like many came from to America and they had yeah. a lot of that plays kids. a huge fact. How many of your parents were born outside of the U.S.? My parents. Your parents? No, no. My parents. Okay. Yeah. Mine. My, my dad was born outside the U.S. and like so, I, I think he kind of came with that same kind of mentality of like. Grades. Yeah, great. Like grades. Like that's going to be the the door that's going to open for your like all of your success. But then through experience, they kind of changed their views. How for you? So I guess like after years pass, maybe like as a younger student, my parents are a little more interested in my education. Yeah. But like now that I'm kind of developing the understanding of how they work, I'm doing a little better for their, and now like they're little lenient on my siblings and mm-hmm. they're like grades are not that important you need to do what you're passionate about. Oh, i love that so beautiful from your perspective is that more of their them experiencing more and them learning too right like we're always learning like them learning or is that them not having to worry so much about you and like is it easier for them to to have that mentality seeing that you're so academically successful I, that they could kind of like okay all my my siblings are like incredible at many things yeah. that I'm not at. okay so they're like okay she's good at academics and she's good at like singing and all the arts awesome so we shouldn't put like one one destination for all our kids and we should be like a little more lenient because then that discredits yeah. you know your siblings then mm-hmm. that's oh, I love that that like made my day <laughs> you, you said that in like a, a cool breeze just like entered the room and it was like so uplifting. I like levitated a little <laughs> bit too. Uh, but again, like I, I, I think experience is going to play a huge factor in it, right? Yeah. Like, I think like our experiences a lot of times, sometimes strengthen our cultures and our, our traditional beliefs. But also sometimes they kind of like. It sounds like in in your house it's kind of happening too a little like where they kind of like uh, go against it a little bit too, where like it becomes like no, there's there's this other way, there's this other thing. That's awesome, uh, Taya. But what about for you? Is um, I guess the thing is, is kind of a, like the same, like because they came from out of the country, yeah. they're more strict on that, but they still care. Like my grandfather a few weeks ago came back from coming out of the country mm-hmm. 
And so both of my grandparents will obviously ask me, how are you doing in school? But I feel like when my grandmother asked me, she's kind of like, do you feel like you're doing okay? Mm. And my grandfather, I feel like when he says it, he's more like, what do your grades look like? So one is like feel intuition and the other one is numbers, objective facts. Because like like my grandfather and my father are very big on like my schooling because like I've always been like that kind of academic kid. So they want me to like keep going with that. But the only issue is, is my dad seems to think that me and all of my brothers are going to be doctors. Okay. Dermatology. Uh-oh. Are, you, the are, eye are you about called? to drop a bombshell right now? Um, I mean, he knows that I'm okay. not necessarily in like the doctoring okay. area. I'm just not like that into like medical sciences yeah. as much. But I feel like he kind of wants us to do that because he's a radiologist. So he yeah. wants like the, he just enjoys the medical field. And as much as I like, I like, like, I will enjoy learning anything. But I feel like this is not like my area of fashion. I look. I don't know, Dad. He sounds awesome, but like I, I think that's he loves that field. Who do you want to share things you love with? You know, like yeah. the people you love the most. So yeah. like, it's only natural. Like I like I I love reading with my kids. Like I, I am so like when my son starts doing math, it's like cool. He's four. Like oh, that's really cool. When he start, when the first time he wrote like "I love you, mommy and daddy" like on a piece of paper and like wasn't like we weren't prompting him for it, I I was like, you would have thought he just solved like world hunger. I'm like parading him around the house like my son could write. Look at this, he can write because there's a it's a passion I have. Yeah. He starts singing kiss kiss songs and I'm like my son loves kiss. This is incredible. Uh, that's so uh, that's so fascinating. I love the difference between grand grandma and grandpa. That's really cool. Uh, we've heard all about your expectations. <laughs> you want to add anything? or Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. I'm and then we'll pivot to food. I'm so proud of my dad and mom, and I love them so much. But, that's a disclaimer. Uh, You're about yeah. to... <laughs> and they love me, too, on Tuesdays and Fridays. Of course. Of course. Um, but <laughs> and I'm so proud of how far my dad came from his, like, village life in India all the way up into America. And, like, he's doing so well right now, and yeah. I'm so proud of him for, for that. That's a big part of, I think, the immigrant experience is, like coming from nothing or coming from less and working, 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 working to get everything you have. And then like you want your kids to be able to not have to suffer or struggle in any way. Like that's beautiful. Shout out to dad. I feel like if we're going to say all these nice things about our parents, we should show them on like Mother's Day or Father's Day. Like, look at us, what we said to you like five years <laughs> I'll, ago. I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys the, the edited version where it's only where you say positive things. <laughs> like Beyonce singing in the background. <laughs> Yeah, hey, yeah. Halo's playing in the back. Obviously, yeah. Well, it's amazing. So, okay, so super proud of dad. Super proud of your parents. Yeah. But it's like running like a race where you have to hand like you know a baton, baton. to the, a baton race, and like my dad like ran up this steep hill. Yeah. But like he expects me to go just as far, and it feels like I'm running up a cliff. Mm. So it feels like it's much harder for me to go from middle class to like millionaire, you know? Yeah, yeah, because you're thinking like, what what was the growth that he had made? Okay, so I gotta match that growth. Yeah, except it's much harder. Like, you sure. know, when you start from like a village, yeah. it's much easier to go up, right? Yeah. But like, it's still hard. However, like when you go from middle class to like millionaire, yeah. like not a lot of people are millionaires. Hey, right? when you become a millionaire, don't forget about me. <laughs> all right, I know Taeba won't invite me to anything, all right, but 
but if you're a millionaire, <laughs> you can you can get an invite and then bring me. I'm scared of inviting other cultures into into the house because of the food. Really? How come? Because it's so spicy. <laughs> She's right. It but I so love. Spicy. I mean, and I know a lot of people don't like spicy. And like I've learned, I've actually, I actually, I never had any type of Indian food in my life. And then like I had past tense. And then over the last two years, I think I like found a recipe with curry and was like, holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> and then it was like a whole new palette was like opened. And I'm like, I want this heat. Because I used to like like Mexican spicy, which like Spanish spicy is so different than Indian spicy. Indian, Indian spicy, spicy is another level. It, Indian it is. spicy, I is feel like you get whole other level. It's, it's you. Ha I feel like I, I have to keep eating because if I stop eating for a second, that's when yeah, my head it, will just break out and sweat <laughs> uh, like unbelievably. But it's so good. I feel like you get to know a lot about the culture by the food they serve. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. Because like. Indian culture is like all about spice. And Italians Spices. all about carbs. <laughs> I mean, we're all about like pasta bread, right? There's like more spice, like samosa is like the main thing Death from India, mm -hmm. like pani puri also. Yeah. Like they're all spicy. People like when maybe like I would put some ingredients, but like others will pile on top of every ingredient at that stall and eat it like it's like a simple treat. We went to a restaurant in Houston and so um this was recently, right? And I haven't really seen my Houston family in a while. Yeah. So we go to this restaurant, and I'm eating this chicken. And I'm like, my mouth is on fire. I, I cannot. I have, like, I cannot eat spicy foods. Really? Ever. <laughs> I don't know why. My brother will, like, eat a bag of Takis without any water. I'm like, I can really <laughs> eat one. <laughs> I, I love spicy food. And, like, it's, it's so true. Like, I think certain cultures have certain styles of food that it's based on. Like Italians, it's, it's always pasta. Like it's always a pasta dish. And like funny story about it, pasta is a starter mm -hmm. for Italians. Like it's not the meal. And like I didn't know that because you grow up knowing what you know, right? And like my family, it would be dinner would be ready. You'd have a bowl of pasta and then that would you'd take that away. And then you'd have like a chicken cutlet or whatever your meat was with a vegetable and another carb. So like the pasta never registered growing up. You only know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. Always was like pasta as a starter, pasta as a starter. We go out to dinner with people who went to an Italian restaurant or something and somebody would order pasta. I would never look at the pasta dishes because I'm like, I'm just going to eat pasta. What am I, a peasant? Um, <laughs> my wife who is not Italian. She's a mix of Irish and German and everything else. Um, so I, <laughs> one of the first times I ate at her house, um, when we first started dating, her mother made what she calls spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, and that's not a knock on my mother-in-law, um, but non-Italians will call any type of pasta spaghetti. And it's not, there's all different types. There's gemelli, there's uh, rigatoni, there's penne, right? There's wagon wheels. I love wagon wheels. And so she made what she called spaghetti and meatballs. And they, I had like a bowl. And I had a normal portion. I ate. They said, go ahead, dig in. I like have more. I said, oh, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm saving myself. And they like laughed. Like saving yourself. For what? <laughs> and I, like an ignorant Italian that I am, just was like, 
for the rest of the meal. Oh, there is no rest of the meal. I have put my foot in my mouth. And they thankfully they left. And I was like, I didn't know. Like, my parents, like, pastas are started. Like, no, this is the meal. Like, you're not getting anything else. Uh, which, it's just very different, I guess. But I'm, but I'm sure behind that pasta uh, tradition, there's going to be, like, a lot of history to it. For us, it's like garlic and olive oil. Um, like if you're, if I invite non-Italian friends over, I know my best friend, like he'll get, he's got a very sensitive stomach. So forget about eating Indian food. Like he would not be able to handle it like at all. Um, he, I, we cook with garlic all the time. Like not, I don't know for you guys if that's similar. Cooking with garlic a lot. There's there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, there's so many different kinds of meals. You, I'll, I probably can't name a bunch off the top of my head, but there's like a lot. My mom has a full cabinet, two cabinets. Not two cabinets, but like, you know, one yeah. big size cabinet full of like different kind of spices. Like I there's ground it. stuff, there's regular stuff, yeah. there's this and that. I'm just like, how do you keep up with this? So, I mean, like what an Italian that doesn't have garlic or to me, like even a house that doesn't have garlic is just hard to process. Like, how do you <laughs> oh, not <laughs> cook with garlic? But come as someone who's Italian, that's all I know. Every meal is, is with garlic. Go ahead. Mr. Ancona, you have the same exact spice mindset for Indian food as my brother. Okay. Which is like just the spicier the better. Yeah. So my brother thinks he can handle a ton of spice because he's been growing up with Indian food just like me, right? Yeah. He tried, like, on one of my birthdays, I think my 12th, we had wasabi and sushi for, um, uh, like, a meal. Totally different style of spice. Yeah. Like, entirely. Yeah. Did he eat the whole thing of wasabi? He took like a uh, half a spoon no. of wasabi into his spoon no. and, he, and, and my friends were like, no, that's spicy. And he was like, I can handle spice. And you know, no. you know little Indian smirk, knowing, <laughs> knowing of his past, he, he ate the spoon. And he he it, was like, it's nothing for a few seconds. Yeah, no, it, it's going to creep up on you. And then he was like a comic book character. Like he, he, Jumped up into the air, <laughs> face to right. Yeah. Coming around. out of his ears. Yeah. <laughs> like all this food talk is making me crazy hungry right now. Uh, but what I, I think is kind of funny is like, I'm sure there are so many different mispronunciations and like butcherings of common Indian either foods or names or anything like that. Like I know for 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 me as an Italian, like there's nothing that gets my blood boiling. Like when someone says mozzarella but i try not to judge because i know that i do the same thing with any other ethnicities foods or ter- or any kind of phrasing so like between like mozzarella mozzarella rigat- <laughs> rigatti or ricotti or managoth or manicotti uh it's it it's very similar do you guys feel like there's uh stereotypical mispronunciations for your culture whether it's names or like terms of things mostly names yeah basically everything so indians have like too much of everything too much of spice you know too much of like pressure on learning too much too too high grades you know Uh uh-huh and you know too too long names (laughs) too many syllables yeah too many syllables yeah it's like they they try to fit in the entire alphabet in one name yeah Uh, so are you constantly like i had to like full disclosure for everyone who maybe is even slightly impressed with how i've been pronouncing your names they shouldn't be um are you just i had to ask all three of you like hey i want to make sure i get this right like 
help me get your names right, especially because I don't have the three of you as students. So like, there's just no like overexposure. Are you just always explaining to people how to say your name? Yeah, I mean, like our names are different languages, yeah. so it's generally like first you got to figure out how to spell it in English mm-hmm. because you know it's not English, right? Right. And then they have to figure out how to pronounce it because it's spelled kind of weird. At what point do you just say, yeah, whatever you said is good enough? <laughs> Pretty much the teacher's first try. Really? I, I mean, you're in eighth grade at this point. You're just, you're hardened. If it's to really this. bad, I will definitely like tell teachers, hey, it's like this. <laughs> but like, as long like, as. Not you, even close, bro. As long as you get it like close enough, I'm like, sure. Okay. And like, I push back on that all the time where I'll get the look and they'll be like, good enough, dude. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, that, this is your name. Like, People took the time to name you this. And, like, a name is so important. I'm like, I want to try to get it right. Like, help me. And, like, I realize that sometimes when that happens, it doesn't make – it It doesn't embarrass me. It embarrasses the student more because they're just like, no, dude, like, I don't care. Call me whatever at this point. Uh, Sulasia, Anika, do you feel like that's similar for you guys or do you push on it? I think it, I think it came to the point that other people would say my name instead of I do. Like, like everyone, friends? everyone is already used to my name, and when teachers come to like, not everyone, like I'd never had that teacher before, and she yeah. never had me. But like, past students that I've worked with, they literally come up and like say, "That's not how you say her name." I love that they have your back like that. <laughs> I think that's great. Like I really do. Uh, Anika, what about you? It comes to the point where if they say Annika or there's just a silence I'll just say yeah here <laughs> because you know my our names are like not common you know those Disney like little you know name cards name tags yeah those basic names like um George yeah George Jess. Michael yeah um, oh 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 <laughs> hey <what laughs> shots fired you got a problem <laughs> you know our names aren't on there yeah you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Is that. Has that ever made you feel – you've grown up in the country, right, all three of you? Yeah. Has that ever made you guys feel any way about like, oh, man, like like my name is not on the Disney card? That yeah. feels like really specific. My, maybe when I was little I felt bad, but like when, as I grew up, I'm just like, yeah. okay, might as well get a customized one, you know? Oh, ooh, I like it customized. So when you were little, a feeling of like, exclu- like excluded, but yeah, is there a sense of almost like pride? Like I have a unique name. Like this is my name. I own it. Except even the, the, the feeling of having a Mickey Mouse um, name card trumps the feeling of having a pride in your own name mm, for me true. when I was like five. And so. when you're 13 now. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Like going to Disney and you see all those little uh, um, pretty, pretty name tags, but none of them have your name on it. That makes me feel like Disney is not the happiest place on earth right now. <laughs> Like, the rides are still fine, they, yeah. despite the names. It's not right. their fault. Our <laughs> names aren't that common. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand that. I mean, my kids have my kids don't have common names either. They're Denver and Kennedy. So, I mean, more common. I mean, there, there's a better chance that they'll find their Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse with their names than you guys. But but still, like, I understand that. I'm sure there'll be that conversation of, like, and that feeling of, like, heartbreak and disappointment and but I'd like to think I can kind of get them to own, like, well, your name's unique. Like, there's nobody else you know that has that name. Like, you are your name. Actually, yeah. funny story. I've yeah. met so many Emikas, like, with an I instead of an A. Really? With two N's in their name instead of, uh, <laughs> like, 
Anika with a one N. Yeah. And there's also a Nandika in our school. So okay. there's so many people with my name except different. Variations of it. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other uh, stereotypes or misunderstandings that are specific to Indian culture or Asian culture in general? I know we kind of talked a lot about like high pressure and, and long names. Uh, I know for Italians, it's like if you're not a good cook, like you're a failure as an Italian. Where it's like, how could you be a – you don't know how to cook? I can't say this. I'll cut this. But, like, my aunt is Italian, fresh off the boat in Italy. She can't cook to save her life. It's, like, offensive how bad of a cook she is. This will all be edited, obviously, because my aunt might listen. But, like, it's so crazy because, like, that's the stereotype for us. Like, you can't cook. What kind of Italian are you? Are there any stereotypes for you guys culturally? I think Indian women are stereotyped to know cooking before they get married. Like really? it's necessary yeah. for them to learn, or else people family, won't marry. Like all the women in my family know how to cook. <laughs> okay. My dad could probably like yeah. he can he can cook if you like let could, him try. He can microwave a hot pocket. <laughs> no, actually, one time he made he made duck for Thanksgiving. Ooh. It actually tasted like really good. Oh, that's that's. He ambitious. can cook if you let him. Like if you tell him he can do it, he will totally do it, and it'll taste good. Oh. But yeah. I feel like all the women in my family are like expected to cook. Interesting. Yeah. Like during like the marriage proposals when the Bride meets the groom at, in some cases. The, the first question the other family will ask you is whether you can cook or not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that's also a tr- very traditional in any culture, a very traditional gender norm and stereotype where, like, the woman is the one that is, like, the homemaker. Uh, obviously, like, 2022 in American culture, like, that's obviously entirely different. But that is a very traditional belief. Uh, not saying it's right or wrong. Uh, in any way, but I think that's that kind of something you see a lot. Um, when, like, as a male, when people find out that, like, I do 90% of the cooking in our house, and, like, my wife's an amazing cook, but, like, I do 90% of the cooking in the house, it, there's always, like, the, oh, you cook? Wow, like, bonus points for you. Like, you can cook. Uh, and it sounds like with, like, what you said with your dad, where it's, like, the, the perspective is, well, if a male can cook, like, okay, only if we need them to, in case of an emergency... Great, let them cook. I guess, like, most people don't expect my dad to cook just because he, Low like, works most of the day. Sure, yeah. So, you know, he pro- he's generally tired when he comes home. So we don't, like, blame him if he doesn't cook, right? Yeah. We're like, you know what, if you want to just order pizza, well, I'll eat pizza. Hey, I'll eat pizza. Sounds great. But I feel like if you let him cook, he'll find some, like, crazy recipe for something. Okay. And it will, like, he bought the duck randomly. He's bold. Yeah. I like yeah. that. But he just bought the duck randomly, and we were like, you know what? Let's have this for Thanksgiving because you don't have a turkey. Right. I, thought, so I he, love that. So it's it's a bird. The duck. It's he a bird. The duck. It was actually good. Duck is great. It, it, it so, is. Okay. So staying with food, I guess, a little bit even more, um, do you guys feel – and I'm assuming that you guys have like you're, – you're in your homes, you have like a lot of traditional – Indian dishes that are being mm-hmm. made. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah. Right? It sounds like that. Yeah. Okay. So when if you guys go out for dinner or you have Indian food somewhere outside of your home or your family, high expectations? No. <laughs> no. No. We went to no. too many restaurants to yeah. have that high of an expectation. Where it's not anywhere near not anywhere as near as good. I mean it's it's good, but it's not as close as what my mom cooks at home. Okay. My mom has like my mom knows what we're capable of eating. Yeah. But, like, restaurants don't know what sure. we eat. It's, <laughs> so. Is it more generalized? Yeah. Like okay. General non. General curry. Okay. 
So that's that's yeah. kind of like how I feel. Like I always joke, like no self-respecting, no self-respecting Italian will ever be found in the Olive Garden, for example. <laughs> and like anyone who's not Italian is like, what's wrong with the Olive Garden? And I'm sure it's very similar too. Where if I like told you like whatever places I've gotten Indian food at, you'd be like, really? Those places? <laughs> they're no good. Um, any other uh, stereotypes or misunderstandings before um, we jump into holiday customs? I have one. Go so, for it. So like Asians, especially Asians with glasses, they're like assumed <laughs> to be smart immediately. Okay, like guys, what are you doing? Is it more the Asian culture or the glasses? The glasses. Um, you know, Asian the glasses. culture and glasses just add on. To it's it. it's yeah, like the, the two it's, like it's super. Like, yeah, if like you put the them together, and guys, like, you have to be smart. Like, <laughs> like why would you think that the 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 people with glasses failed the eye test? <laughs> <laughs> they already started by failing something. Yeah, they failed the test. Why wow. would you think they're smart? Okay, that's fair. I, I'm assuming food is going to play a huge factor in a lot of holiday customs. I know for Italian culture, that's that's the case. Like specifically Christmas Eve, it's about having you know seven fish, um, and that's supposed to symbolize the seven sacraments in uh, Catholicism. Are there and a lot of times like religion is going to always have like things that are very symbolic. Do you feel like food is symbolic or, or ties in with a lot of holiday culture or customs? And what are some of them? Based on like the holiday that we're celebrating, like in maybe after a god, we eat what the god like likes. Okay, I love that, and I think food is oftentimes all very symbolic. Can I mention like a recurring thing yeah. in all Indian holidays? Indians love to blow stuff up <laughs> like my dad like italians love to sing and talk loudly so blow stuff up what do you mean do you my mean? dad has like a package of of two firework packages from costco he has like this entire array and and he brings it out every time we have a, a special holiday like Let's go light fireworks in the in the in the garage in the garage now. And, Not in the garage. He's better. He better be doing that no, outside like in, the house. In the driveway, like in our driveway garage. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and I'm like, is please. it a festiveness yeah. or like what? How does that tie in? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> if you go to India on Diwali, especially, you will see fireworks lighting up on the road. They will literally bounce up, but like here, we can't really do fireworks in our upon. backyard yeah it will disturb the neighbors so you could i'm gonna i hope i don't push it this either duvali mm-hmm. festival of lights mm-hmm. that kind of ties in with fireworks though yeah. right like fireworks when you blow stuff up it creates <laughs> a lot of light uh, so like i see the tie-in there uh and then obviously weddings i'm sure are, are a huge festival and we were kind of talking a little bit yeah. off air um long weddings very yes. long. how long start late and the next day. Well, how late are we starting? Like 8 o'clock? I it think depends on when the invitation is. So generally, yeah. if the invitation says 7, it probably starts at about 9. Okay. Well, that's late. That's it, halfway yes. through, like, most weddings. Yes. And then the next day, how Pretty much. How late the next day? Probably around, like, 1, 2 in the morning. Because for some that's... reason, we eat dinner before the event. Really? So it takes the time. I mean, it depends on what the event is. You guys is. all want to party. But... That's why. That's a huge part of it. Like, no time to eat. Let's just party the entire way. Or is there a lot of prayer that's that's tied into it, too? Uh, there's not really prayer in, like, the weddings that I go to. What it generally is is, like, the party. It's just a party. So gotcha. it'll just take a while. There'll be, like, the speeches, the entrances of, like, the bride and the groom's family. And everyone's just coming in. And it just takes a while. And what I love about this is it's a celebration of 
the event. It's a celebration of love. It's a celebration of like family. family. Yeah, family. And I think like as we wrap this up and, you know, pull this all back together, it's, you know, it feels like this Italian and Indian cultures kind of looking at both of them combined. It, it's all about family. It's all yeah. about tradition. Yeah. It's That's all a- about tying family in and just eating a lot of food. <laughs> you three have been so awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Let's do this again. You know where to follow us. Stay safe. Stay hungry. 